Want to know why? Ask how. Howard the Humongous. Is Donald Trump stepping into a trap? For the second time in Trump's reign as president, there is talk of a North Korean summit. A summit between the American president and the supreme leader of North Korea. A summit in which the head of the strongest military nation on earth will elevate the North Korean leader, in which Trump will put Kim Jong-un center stage as the head of a great power, a nuclear power. The mere existence of this second summit will do what Trump's first summit with Kim Jong-un accomplished and even more. It will advertise that Korea is a great power on a par with Russia, China, and the United States, not to mention a power on a par with other nuclear-powered nations like France and England. It will give Kim, that is nuclear weapons nations, it will give Kim the second episode of his own reality show, a reality show in which he can hoodwink Donald Trump on camera, in which Kim can do something better than firing Trump, in which he can deceive Trump in public with the whole world watching. The bait with which Trump is being lured to the trap of a second summit is the notion that North Korea will renounce its nuclear program, its nuclear weapons. But is that true? Will North Korea ever denuclearize? Here are some hints. For three days in mid-September, North Korea's Kim Jong-un had a summit meeting in his capital city, Pyongyang, with South Korea's president, Moon Jae-in. The leaders of North and South Korea shared cold buckwheat noodles at one of the North Korean capital's restaurants. Then the two leaders signed a 55-page agreement. That agreement had three main snags. Snag number one, North Korea's Kim Jong-un said he would close his Dongchang-ri missile testing center and launch pad. But that might not be the great concession to Donald Trump it was made out to be. It looks like Kim was going to close that center anyway. After all, North Korea has gone past the testing stage and seems to be mass-producing long-range ballistic missiles with nuclear warheads. The new missiles don't need old-fashioned launch pads like the ones at uh, Dongchang-ri. Their launchers are huge tractor-trailer trucks, mobile launchers. It'll be devilishly difficult for us to track. Snag number two is the headline-making news that Kim Jong-un said he might also close his main nuclear weapons manufacturing facility, his Yongbyon nuclear plant. On the surface, that sounds like a really huge deal. The Yongbyon nuclear facility has 2,000 centrifuges and more than 390 buildings. The Yongbyon plant produces plutonium and highly enriched uranium for bombs. But this concession also may not be the confession to Donald Trump that it seems. The North Koreans dismantled three of the key buildings at Yongbyon in 2008 as part of an international denuclearization agreement, and that didn't stop the North from developing nuclear warheads. In fact, U.S. intelligence estimates that North Korea now has between 20 and 60 nuclear warheads. What's more, the key buildings at Yongbyon may have to be raised and replaced uh, with or without an agreement with the USA. The plutonium production facility, says one South Korean newspaper, is dilapidated. What's more, North Korea may have developed 
nuclear weapons production facilities far away from the Yongbyon complex. Nobody in Western intelligence seems to know for sure. But there's an even bigger snag, a massive snag. Snag number three is that Kim Jong-un has said he will rid himself of the Yongbyon nuclear facility only, quote, if the United States takes corresponding actions, close quote. So the big question is what corresponding actions Kim Jong-un wants in return. An official end to the Korean War is one thing, but that's chump change. It's a mere signature on paper. There's something much, much bigger. The new 55-page agreement between the North and the South says that the Korean Peninsula, quote, must be turned into a land of peace, free from nuclear weapons and nuclear threats, close quote. Think about those two words, nuclear threats. Nuclear threats come from every nuclear missile that the United States owns. And nuclear threats come from the plants that manufacture these nuclear weapons. So my guess is that North Korea wants America to shut down its nuclear weapons manufacturing facilities and to shed its nuclear missiles. Meanwhile, North Korea loudly denounces the approach that Donald Trump is pushing. The Trump approach calls for North Korea's immediate, unilateral nuclear disarmament. Rodong Sing Mung, Kim Jong-un's mouthpiece, denounced that yesterday as gangster logic, and it's been denouncing it as gangster logic for the last month. To repeat, North Korea wants corresponding actions from the USA. In other words, North Korea is saying, we'll shed our nuclear program if you shed yours. But there's more. Rodong Sinmon is a North Korean newspaper that gives the North Korean party line. It is like a direct peek into Kim Jong-un's mind. And Rodong Sinmon's rhetoric hints that there's no way Kim Jong-un will give up his ability to mass-produce missiles and nuclear warheads. Rodong Sinmon's articles stress the, quote, tremendous might of the country, close quote. Quote, the strength of the country, close quote. Quote, military power, close quote and the achievement of turning North Korea into, quote, a socialist fortress of independence remaining unfazed under any tempest. Those words smack of weaponry, nuclear weaponry. And there's one other worm in the woodwork. In the new demilitarization agreements Kim is making with South Korea, North Korea's goal remains, quote, reunification. Or, or as Rodong Sinmun puts it, the Korean nation's cause of national reunification has greeted its new heyday under the wise guidance of Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un. Close quote. Who would run a unified Korea? Kim Jong-un. Why? Because of what Rodong Sinmun calls, quote, the advantages of the Korean-style socialist system, close quote. Korean-style socialism, says this North Korean government mouthpiece, is, quote, the best in the world. Let me, let me repeat that. North Koreans are told by their government that they have the best governmental system in the world. What's more, says Rodong Sinmun, under, quote, the Korean-style socialist system, the people have become the masters of the state and society, and everything serves them. Yes, everything serves the people. Try telling that to North Korea's 190,000 political prisoners being tortured and starved to death in labor and re-education camps. In other words, North Korea's cult of personality socialism is a model for the entire world. 
it's only natural that this, quote, best in the world system would be applied to North Korea's missing half, South Korea. That means South Korea would go from an alliance with the United States to seeing different, a different reality. South Korea would realize that the USA is its greatest enemy. That's how North Koreans are forced to see things. What's the end game, as Kim Jong-un sees it? Rodong Sin-mun says it's, quote, the victory of the cause of Korean-style socialism, close quote. And that victory, says Rodong Sin-mun, is inevitable. Topping it all off, Rodong Sin-mun hints that this victory will encompass the entire Earth. So if Donald Trump um, takes up Kim Jong-un's offer for a second summit, he will walk into a trap, he will serve Kim Jong-un's goal of elevation on the global stage, he will serve the Kim family's goal of winning battles without blood, battles at the conference table, and he will make Kim Jong-un look fabulous by making himself look ridiculous. This is Howard the Mungus, speaking to you from the future. It's your job and my job to make, or, want to know why, ask how. <laughs> and now, uh, for this impossible to get at, impossible to feel out. Oh, God, it's like a sexual organ you simply can't find. Off button!